0: okay what's going on everybody i really am excited we got a special perigee today where we're bringing many great people closer and so i appreciate you listening as always and i've got some very special guests and a very specific special topic that i know many of you want to hear about so in the room with me our elite company today so general thompson our vice chief of space operations is with me Ms. Kate Kelly, our Chief Human Capital Officer and special guest star, Dr. Christensen. We're, we're really excited. He's, he's the big brains uh, behind our holistic health approach and, and the study that we're gonna talk about today. So we're very excited. And uh, I'll just quickly have you guys introduce yourselves if that's okay, sir, over to you.
1: All right, uh, Chief, good morning. And Kate and Doctor, thanks uh, for coming as well. Uh, I'm excited to be here. D.T. Thompson, Vice Chief of Space Operations. This is an exciting topic for me and very important for the uh, US Space Force.
2: Good morning, uh, it's great to be here. Thank you so much, Chief, for inviting me to your Perigee podcast. I've been waiting anxiously oh, know this. for my <laughs> first invite to this, so I'm really excited to be here, especially on this uh, really important topic and on this uh, very important momentous occasion of the rollout of a program that's really exciting for all of us in Space Force.
0: Be careful what you ask for. I can bring in for some of the more controversial topics and then everyone can be mad at you about, you know, Dress and appearance standards or something if you want.
2: <laughs> Chief, I, I'm, I'm happy to be there with you in, in force as necessary. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome.
3: Good morning, I'm James Christensen. I'm with the Air Force Research Lab. My role is to lead the team that's supporting Space Force and, and Ms. Kelly's office in r- launching the continuous fitness assessment study and making that available to all guardians for the next couple years.
0: Well, thanks. Thanks again for all of you being here. Uh, really appreciate it. And I know we're, we're excited to have the conversation. So let's let's get into it. This is about fitness. This is about our new uh, fitness policy and the rollout and, and what the, the way forward uh, with the way guardians approach their health. So uh, let's start with how did we get here? I mean, what what's driving this? What's behind this in the first place? Why do we need fitness at all? Yeah, Chief. Well, a- as
1: you mentioned, first of all, um, let's talk about what hasn't changed. And that is, and you know, we've all, whether you're brand new to the Space Force because you've you've enlisted or because you've come from another service, in the past, today and in the future, in law and in DOD uh, policy, there's a requirement for military members to maintain their physical fitness and for commanders and leaders to uphold that standard and to assess that standard. And so, so that has always been a requirement it is today it will be for the future for the Army the Navy the Marine Corps the Air Force and the Space Force and so what we're talking about here today is not changing that it's looking at a new uh, 21st century approach that uses modern technology to be able to uh, you know conduct our fitness activities and and for commanders and for leaders to uphold that standard across the Space Force
0: so So that makes sense, right? Like it's fancy or digital service, modern, like all those words are great. Doc, why, why not just show up once a year and take a test? Like, is there really an advantage to me investing in my health every single day? And, and what, like, what's the science tell me? Why can't I just show up, wrap myself in Saran wrap so I can sneak through a, uh, you know, dehydrated me, sneak through a test once a year and pass out when it's done. Like, that's fine, right? Like, that, that meets the standard. Like, why don't I just keep doing that?
3: We're really trying to pioneer for all of DoD a better way to support our members throughout their lives, you know, during their service and beyond. So there's many years of science that that shows that maintaining a consistent level of fitness and an overall, you know, healthy lifestyle not only improves your health and, and improves your long-term health outcomes, but also you know cognitively and your ability to perform your, your core mission is improved and sustained by your consistent level of fitness. And it's that consistency piece that I think we've been concerned about and we're trying to support with the technology. So rather than you know just thinking about fitness when you're coming up on your annual PT test, It's more of a year-round, day-in, day-out, building and sustaining a healthy lifestyle um, that's going to serve you well while you're still in uniform and even beyond.
0: This This is really about readiness. Absolutely.
3: So maintaining a consistent level of fitness, that supports your readiness. That supports your ability to... To do your operational mission, you know, regardless of what happens, regardless of when it happens, um, so that you've got that that consistent baseline of readiness. Um, there's been a ton of work showing that people who are consistent, people who are uh, maintain that level of fitness, are going to be better able to fight when the when that day comes.
0: Yeah, everybody knows this. I barely got out of eighth grade, but I I do watch a lot of YouTube and. Uh, and I think, Doc, but tell me if I'm wrong, I think that physical fitness uh, not only improves our cognitive abilities at work, but it, it will decrease absenteeism, it will increase happiness. Like there's all kinds of benefits to investing in our physical fitness, and, and which is why it's part of our, our comprehensive uh, fitness uh, model.
3: That's exactly right. You know, your your physical fitness contributes to to so many aspects of your life. Your emotional well-being, your ability to cope with life stressors, you know, even even your ability to sleep on a consistent basis. Um all of that is supported by, you know, having that baseline level of fitness that you maintain
0: throughout the year. And finding like the end of the internet sitting on my couch, like finding the end of the streaming, that doesn't give me the same benefits. Mm-hmm. That's right, that's okay. right. I just
2: wanted to check just <laughs> in, in case. Even uh, though there's a lot of YouTube, Chief. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of YouTube, but I can
0: look at YouTube while I'm on a stationary bicycle with my heart rate at 160. <laughs> um, OK, so so that's great. So we, we looked at it. We said we could do better. Um, and so what, so what does that look like? Where is our program? I know we've been talking about it for a couple of years, but ma'am, uh, this is your bailiwick. So if you could just kind of walk through please um, you know what are the parts of our approach you know what are we talking about
2: sure and and thanks again and I, i think what's really interesting about dr christensen's point is the power of what this can really do for guardians and for the space force and so we're really excited about that quite frankly we're also excited about the fact that we're really a trailblazer right now inside the department of defense um, I think it's really important that we all know the role that we're playing here. Obviously, there's a huge role for what we wanna do for ourselves as guardians and how we wanna make sure that this approach collectively is, is powerful and makes us the best guardians that we can be. Um, and, and I would say, and we're doing it on behalf of many more than just the Space Force because there's a lot of interest from other services on how well this, um, this approach uh, works for us. That said, what are we thinking about? What's Why are we so excited and why are we here doing this podcast today? So we've got three concepts that come together as part of this approach. Um, one is uh, the wearable device that has been so um, much anticipated and talked about. Um, but another component of this is helping you understand where you can be better if you need to be and how to interpret data and how to actually understand what that data is telling you from a health perspective and a wellness perspective. And then there's a GRIT team, a guardian resilience team component that is intentionally put in place to make sure that the resources are available to understand and interpret and educate all of us uh, on what the what the ideas and uh, opportunities are for your own health and wellness and that's both physical and cognitive quite frankly and so we're really excited about what those those components together can do for us as a service and there's um there's a lot of detail that goes into the study that we're going to be uh, part of as we all go forward we're really excited about the launch of the study and so the choice that a guardian gets to make is essentially whether or not they want to be part of this groundbreaking study that gets the data and gets the analytics that we need to understand how well we want to hold ourselves accountable to our own health and wellness, and then also define long-term what the right uh, health and wellness standards need to be for the Space Force, which quite frankly is one of the mandates that we have from DOD, is figure out what the right type of health and wellness and fitness assessment is for your service. And because we are new and because we are just standing up, we are using this approach to help us define what that should be.
0: So, so to be clear, this, this study that we're going to talk about a little more in, in detail, this study is, we haven't changed our long-term goal that we will have a continuous fitness assessment. This is a study that allows us to inform those decisions this is not quite the same thing as hey we're we're starting our continuous fitness assessment now this is a study that allows us to work all of these details out right
2: yes i think that's a perfect way to describe it
0: but we're not changing course like we're 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 pretty committed i guess we could learn in the study that that something we're really not expecting like hey this doesn't work but Mm -hmm. uh, barring that um catastrophe (laughs) like that would be really bad yeah I think, I think
2: I think it's really important to know that to to do something as different as this is in the culture of the Department of Defense and to do it correctly and to do it in a way that's sustainable, you've got to have good data to base your yeah. decisions on. Yeah. It cannot just be gut instinct, right And I think that's why this is so powerful and why this is so important that we that we get it right and, and that's
1: that's one of three reasons why. We just didn't say from the beginning, here's our formal program, everybody's required, let's go. The first is, we, you know, while in the commercial world the tech exists and you can measure your physical activity, what we don't know yet is how does that translate specifically to what is the requirement, what's the standard for every single guardian? And there are two other reasons why, you know, because Chief, you and I have been at this for yes, for right. several years now, and, and early on the thought was, as part of the holistic health approach, wearable tech is there, it exists today, let's just go and use it. Um, well, uh, we also have great attorneys who help us <laughs> yes. not to get into trouble, right? The first thing they told us was, if this is a formal program, you, the United States Space Force, are required for the cybersecurity of every Guardian's data. You know, And if you bought your own commercially available wearable device to know whether you know it or not, you have tacitly agreed to the cybersecurity principles of that company and their data. Um, our attorneys have said very clearly, if you make this a, a formal program, you, Chief, you, Thompson, are responsible for the cybersecurity of that data, and so we have to make sure we do that. The second is, they've told us very clearly, we know, all of you, we know all of you military folks and you have great principles and ideas in mind, but you're going to want to have access to all of this data and use it for a whole bunch of purposes. And, and our attorney said very clearly, there are going to be very strict limits on what you can have and how you can use it. And so the second piece is not just cybersecurity of the data against nefarious actors. The second piece is to ensure that we Space Force leaders are only allowed access to the specific data we need to be able to assess fitness and uphold the standard. And so that's the second part that we have to build into place in addition to the third piece of what is the standard before we can get to the point where we say here's the official program here's the formal program here's the program in which all guardians will be enrolled
0: yes sir i you know i i think it's a it's interesting um, point right you and I have been there from the beginning and 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 i i mean I have heart rate files at home from twenty years ago when I was racing bicycles when I weighed every gram of food that I ate, when I weighed every milliliter of water that I drank, when I logged every second, I trained every mile on the road. Like I'm a big data geek when it comes to fitness. Like I love this stuff. Nobody is more excited to go than we are. We just had really important things that we had to work out. So I promise everyone that no matter how excited you are and no matter how impatient you've become as we've worked this stuff out. I am easily as impatient because I'm all in on this and have been like, I've been excited about this for a really long time. It's just that, um, that excitement weighed against this real, um, requirement to protect your privacy and to protect our data. Just, we, we can't just, you, you just can't ignore it. And, and so, so it's taken a while but we're ready to go. And, um, and so, so this is where the study comes in. Exactly so go, right. Doc, yes. go, tell me about the study. <laughs> well, you know, before I
3: launch into the study, I just want to comment briefly that you're exactly right. Part of the reason this has taken a while to get to the point of launch is, even while it's a voluntary study you know we're still exercising a very high degree of care with regards to the members cybersecurity, ensuring their privacy and ensuring that their data doesn't end up getting used in ways that we don't intend and the member wouldn't want so as a member participating in the study you've got access to all of your data you know everything that's going into the system everything that's being recorded on you Um, but there are some very sharp limits on what happens to that data next the study team has access to it but we are not making that data available to your commander or your senior enlisted leader because we want to make sure it's being used to support your fitness and to support our goal of delivering the study data that's that's going to give us the right standard it's going to give us the right policy you know at the end of the study so what this looks like, it's pure voluntary, it's opt-in on the part of the member, you know, it's very important to us from both a legal and ethical perspective that it's, it's an unforced choice as to whether you want to receive an issued wearable or, um, or not, or, or not participate in the study at this point. Once you're enrolled, uh, then we do have a, a number of things that we're going to be asking you to do as a study participant to help ensure that you know, we're getting the data that we need, as well as you know, we're supporting you in your healthy journey as a member, even while you're a study participant. So we'll have some questionnaires that you need to fill out periodically. Uh, we'll need you to work out regularly. You know, we, we have to have those, those workouts logged in our system in order to assess, you know, your current level of fitness. Uh, and we'll be asking you to um, engage with our system, you know, make sure that, that data is getting uploaded on a regular basis, um, respond to queries from the study team and, and vice versa. You know, we'll be responsive to members um, as they, they move through the study. And then lastly, you know, if you're starting to fall into that zone where there's a health concern about your current level of fitness, you know, that's something that we want to take very, very particular care to ensure that you're not going to stay in a zone where where we're concerned about your health. So, you know, there's some triggers there for us to uh, recommend that, you know, perhaps you shouldn't proceed in this study you know given that it looks like it's it's not helping you and we want to make sure that we're taking good care of you um regardless of whether you're participating in the study or not
0: yeah doc so so i I want to tease this out a little bit because i want to be very clear so so whether i opt into the study not 100 percent voluntary but once i'm in the study there's really some sort of mandatory things like once i'm in I can't not give you the feedback. I can't not do the questionnaires. I can't not work out, right? That, that There are thresholds that will get me asked to, to depart.
3: That's exactly right. Um, so the agreement that you're making with us by opting into the study is you're, you're agreeing to supply the data that we need uh, for the study to be successful. Um, but. If it's not working out for you or if it's not working out for the study, you know, we can part ways, you know, at any point. You know, a member can, can decide that they'd, they'd rather not continue in the study, and that's 100% okay. Yeah, it, I think, if I may, yes
2: please. Yes, ma'am. Please. I think it's really important for for the point you just made for, for everybody listening to really know that, you know, from, from my view, as we try to structure long-term policies for the Space Force that make sense for us and for Guardians, um, you know, I'm kind of looking at every guardian who chooses to participate as a partner to me because your participation, active, and your willingness to share your experience through the surveys, your your data, through ho- how you work out and how you engage with the device, this is a partner relationship that that, quite frankly, other services just don't have. This direct, relationship of direct feedback that a guardian is now able to do through this study directly will inform what the long-term physical fitness and standards and programs for this service should look like. And so for all of you who are excited about this rollout that we're doing and and for those of you who choose to participate, thank you, first of all, and know that you are actually helping shape this long-term process for us because you are a direct link. To what we need to understand in order to find the right balance going forward. I think
0: it's a good word, relationship, right? Because like every other relationship, so if you're participative, and and if and if you're into it, and if you're if you're doing your part, it's a healthy relationship. And if you're not, we're breaking up. Like, that's it, guys. It's gonna be a break. it's not you, it's us. Like there's not gonna okay. be any judgment on you, but but you will we will break up with uh-huh. you, and then you will go back to um to a, to a, the normal space force. A fitness policy. Go ahead, Ch- sir. Yeah,
1: chief. But but let's also be clear. It, this isn't you know the standard is not like wow I got to go to the gym five times a week and work out two hours. Yes, of, sir. You know this it, this is you know the standard really is suited to what we hope and really want people to do healthily anyway. About about three times a week, you've got your heart rate up for thirty to forty-five minutes. You will more than accomplish what you need to to maintain part of the study. So there's a lot of flexibility in there and the approach they've set up for the metrics does not make this hard to stay in the study for anybody who just has a a reasonable routine workout yes sir and so so let's let's not scare people into thinking that man i'm going to spend all my my time in the gym in order to stay in the study
0: sometimes (laughs) you have to scare people to be funny especially on the the podcast so doc what about uh, tell me about the numbers so how many how, how many contracts can we sign on this
3: so we're resourced to support um Right now, 6,000 Guardians participating. So we're we're gonna make this available to absolutely everyone that we possibly can. yeah, you know, we're still working some of our some of our cybersecurity assessments. There are going to be a few guardians who I'm I'm very sorry to say won't be able to participate at least not right out of the gate. So, you know, people who are in a deployment status, for example, certain overseas locations, because of the overarching security concerns, you know, we unfortunately can't support them at study launch. Um, but what i will say is we are supporting people who are coming off deployment you know people who are rotating home absolutely and the the same goes for uh, new accessions, inter-service transfers—you know—as folks join the Space Force, we'll give them the same opportunity to participate. It's incredibly important to us that it be as equitable as possible, uh, and and that it be inclusive as possible. Uh, so we will maximize that within the bounds of you know, some of the some of the larger security considerations. What if I s-
0: work in a skiff? So. Am I okay? As long as I don't work like, out in a skiff, yeah, I'm can okay. It,
1: it, doc, maybe I maybe I can talk to that. And that's where where all volunteers, both volunteers, but the leadership of any unit in any facility, have to work together, because um, there are absolutely security concerns with whether or not you can wear a device in specific facilities. Each unit, based on the security structure of the of the department. Uh, there's an or- there are organizations responsible for deciding when and where and how you can wear those devices in some cases They will allow you to wear the appropriate device all the time in others Facilities will not permit them every guardian who is in this program has to be sensitive to that What we need you to do is wear the device when you're working out for sure if you can and if that's all you want to wear That's that's fine if you can and you want to wear it longer for example I wear mine all day every day Um, that's fine as well. But guardians will need to be very careful and understand where they can and can't wear it. But the the, the request and the requirement will be wear it while you're working out so we can capture that
2: data. Great great point. And I would say that um, we collectively, in partnership with AFRL, in order to uh, mitigate what uh, General Thompson's talking about, intentionally scoped the devices that we're going to make available um, to those that are on the NSA-approved device list in the intention of making it as maximum flexible as we can um, and understanding that in some cases, there may be some mitigating circumstances, but the devices are on that approved list. So as long as they meet the local criteria that the vice is talking about, it, it should be relatively um, um, seamless for the guardian to, to, to wear it as much as they choose to.
0: Okay, so it sounds to me like in both of these instances, uh, and I guess, a PCS doesn't affect this because my contract is with the study, so where I am or who my commander is doesn't matter, correct? So um, it really sounds like, hey, if you're interested, if you want to volunteer, raise your hand, and if you've got some of these circumstances, we'll talk through them with you one-on-one, like we can do that, right? And and tailor a solution, do everything we can. We want to be as inclusive as possible. So don't self-eliminate because you think or you assume that you won't be able to participate if, if if you're into the idea and you wanna volunteer, raise your hand and let us kind of walk through the specific details of your life. Um,
2: Chief, that's a great point. Yeah, a great point. And I think what Dr. Christensen and his team is working to do, just to touch on the cybersecurity for a moment, um, and your point about if you're interested, please raise your hand and volunteer um, with, with the uh, email that we just put out about enrolling. Even if you are in a location or in a scenario, um, where maybe right now we can't enroll you because of some of that uh, security issue, we still want to know who you are and where you are because we want to work through solutions to try to fix that. So um, I I appreciate you saying that. So we really encourage everybody who's interested, irrespective of of where you work, if you're truly interested in participating, please let us know because we need that data in order to work through ways to mitigate.
0: Perfect, and and, uh, I know another question that's out there and I I know the answer, but, Based on everything we've said so far, and that, that this is a study, and we've got to prove the concept, and privacy and data and all that stuff, while we we envision perhaps a future where bring your own device is a thing, right now this this is not an option. This is you're you're opting into a study, and it's it's a very specific. Hey, this is what what you're going to use. This is is that correct?
3: That's exactly right. We. We are committed to working towards bring your own device, but for now, in light of both the cybersecurity considerations of needing to assure that it's it's on the approved device list, as well as keeping the study data equivalent, you know, so we want all members to be evaluated in the same way while they're participating in the study, so that I know, you know, the numbers from from you, Chief, are exactly the same as the numbers from General Thompson are exactly the same as any other Guardian on the force. So you're being measured. In, in the fairest, most equitable way possible. Would mine be better, though?
0: My yeah. numbers would be better than General Thompson's? <laughs> or? Are you still biking? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: probably <laughs> not. They probably would not be better. So I, uh, one y- point of clarification, though, um, because I think it's important to make sure everybody's on the same page here. Um, what, what Dr. Christensen's describing is really about how the device measures the data. It's it's not about, you know, the d- is it the same device or is it the same individual, right, and what are their scores? The commonality has to be about how the calculations that the device is working in the background are actually common amongst us. And so to that end, a question that we've gotten a lot is, of the approved devices that we have, which are two, what if I already own one and can I use my own? And the answer to that, I believe, is yes, as long as it meets the same calculation criteria as the study.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. And, and I assume has this, the same firmware update. and all. it has to be exactly the same. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. That, that's great. Uh, so doc, you talked a little bit about, Hey, maybe we see something going on and and we need to help you. And I assume that our, uh, guardian resilience teams are going to be part of that or not part of that. Like how, what's the role of the guardian resilience teams in, in this, in the study and in our lives, kind of moving forward from from right now, moving forward, what, kind of where are we? Yeah, I
3: think I'll, I'll answer that from sort of a study perspective, and, and then you know I think Ms. Kelly can comment on you know from a broader holistic health approach perspective. You know, just from the perspective of the study, what we don't want to do is just give you a watch and say good luck with that. You know, giving you just the technology without the support around it of okay. I want to work out more. How do I do that? What should I be doing? What should I not be doing? So, the Guardian Resilience Team, through the Holistic Health Integrator as well as the Strength and Conditioning Coach, that's what they're there for. You know, they really provide that support that enables the wearable device to be effective um, and. The study team and the guardian's guardian resilience team really work arm in arm to support the member throughout their participation of the study. So, you know, we already have a lot of communications back and forth um, where we're trying to make sure both you know the the guardian resilience team as well as the study team are fully aware of you know what what does this look like how is it operating you know how we can best play off each other in order to deliver a study and a capability that's as effective as possible
2: yeah and chief i would add one point and I, it's really on this theme we've been talking about about a relationship Um, We want uh, all guardians to have a intentional relationship with their GRIT team. That GRIT team um, has strength and conditioning coaches and integrators, but it also has and will have, as we get them all staffed, and I'll talk about that in a minute, uh, a licensed mental health provider, right? Access to chaplain support. So the GRID team is really a compilation of services that we want all guardians to have access to. From the perspective of holistic health and the study, we want guardians to know that that resource is available and have an active relationship with those members so that you can get information, advice, coaching, as you would like in order to achieve the greater ends of these programs, which is that holistic health concept that we're seeking. So I think if we kind of pull that thread again about the relationship between the Guardian and the GRIT team for the purposes of helping yourself get better, understanding where you can improve or you want to maintain if if you're in a great uh, level and state and just getting some ideas and improvements and having that support structure is really what it's all about.
0: And, and I'll, I'll let you outline kind of where we are on that uh, evolution, but just a quick shout out to, (laughs) so to keep my, my analogy going, the grit is not going to break up with you. These are fantastic human beings who are 100% committed to you being the best version of you. And no matter how bad a partner you are, they're going to, they're going to continue to try to help you. So dadgummit, you know, listen to them. Um, lean on them. They're, they really are. Um, these are wonderful human beings. They're great guardians. And we're glad to have the ones that we have and, and look forward to, to growing more. But, in, in all of this um, Department of Defense um, look that we've had over a, a decade or more into resilience and, and improving human performance, there isn't a single example of success that didn't include teams like this. All of the success that the military has had in any of the human optimization, resilience, all of it, it always included teams like this. So we're very excited. They're, they're great human beings and, um, and they're ready to help, but where are they? How many do we have? When are we getting more? How do I get a hotline? Where's my app? Like, What's coming, ma'am?
2: Thank you, uh, and I agree completely with your comments. Um, so these these guys are really great Americans, and and Chief, you're exactly right. They're gonna they're gonna stay in the relationship no matter how dark it might get. Um, the idea being a positive relationship, of course. So we're we're hiring, um, and and a lot of these positions are civilian positions. Um, for those of you who are familiar with that process, it's lengthy. Um, we are our goal is to have a grit team at every Space Force base to include the National Capital Region, to include uh, San Antonio, and an additional virtual GRIT team, if you will, that's available for those who are either not on those locations or geographically around the globe or just need access in a more uh, dynamic way. And so those are in the process of being hired. We've got about 13 people on board so far, so way below where we're going to get to in the end state. Um, we're prioritizing the bases that have the most populations first um, and then sequencing that hiring along with the rollout that we're in right now on the uh, study participation. So it's, it's going to take a little bit longer to get it fully staffed. We project right now that we'll be fully staffed on the GRIT teams by early 2024. Um, so the next several months um, are very much filling out the remainder of those teams. But we're really excited for, for those capabilities and what that can do for all of us.
0: And I'm going to get scolded later by Sarn Saturn, but the, the grit is the guardian resilience team, but it's so much fun to say grit that I believe it is an allowable acronym. I think it's a word. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I think we're good. And but.
2: there it has been decreed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, okay. I, I mean, I'm all in, right? Like, so, so here it is. I've got this opportunity. I'm ready to raise my hand. Like, why wouldn't I, I have this wonderful relationship? This great. Grit that's there to take care of me. This cool technology I can geek out on. What? What? What if I still? I'm like ah, you know, I just I don't think I'm ready. Or let somebody else figure out all the all the bugs. I want to just do. So what? What's my other option?
2: So thank you, Chief. Great question. Um, obviously, we, you know the study's an option for all guardians, and and if you're interested, we would love for you to participate. If you're not interested, that's perfectly fine. Um, you'll Then take a traditional Air Force PT test, and we've got a policy out that'll outline all the details that you might need to know if you make that choice. The whole concept here is trying to make us all better and keep us all part of the team, Um, but you absolutely have a choice to not participate. But we, to General Thompson's point, also have an obligation for physical fitness as a service, and so you'll have to take a a traditional PT test
1: exactly we the leadership of the Space Force has the obligation to uh, have a standard uphold the standard and assess guardians against the standard for the for the study that's the assessment that allows us to say you're meeting the standard for those that opt that choose not to volunteer for the study that's the mechanism we'll use to assess uh, other guardians the other guardians to the fitness standard
0: so one of our core values is commitment to mastery of ourselves, our profession, and our domain. This clearly is mastery of ourselves. You cannot master yourself if you let your physical being falter. So no matter the way forward for you and whichever way you choose, you've got to know first and most importantly, this is about readiness and this is about you and your happiness and your productivity and frankly, the happiness of everyone around you, because when you get a little Christmassy and you start to, you know, be a less version of yourself, then you could be you get a little grumpy and then people don't want to be around you. Like, just be fit, lean into this. And so whether you're in the study or whether you're not, never look at minimum standards as some sort of goal. Um, invest in yourselves. Be the best version of you that you can and, and long term. And again, these are things that the study won't necessarily allow us to tease out too much, but long-term know that we believe that this is a gateway to cultural changes within units where we can gamify uh, fitness, where we can have that, that important friendly competition between offices, between individuals. We can do all of these things that frankly, no successful military in history, like there's never been a successful military in history that didn't, train physically Train together as teams so whatever your personal choice and no matter what organization you're in please be leaning in on all of the options and exploring these things brainstorming ways how do we make all of ourselves better how do we make our teams better how do we uh, contribute to our own well-being collectively connected um, in our individual commitments so that we're we're, we're growing as a team as well, so so um, sales pitch over. But what, what however you move forward, this is so important, folks, and I just I I really really want you to take it seriously and maximize um, your efforts, uh, no matter which route you go. So with that said, um, I thought this was a great conversation. I thought it was really cool, and um, thanks again for being here. I'll. I'll um, uh let's go reverse i'll, I'll start with the doc and just for last words and i'll end with you sir and you can close us out and then there'll be like really cool rock and roll music that kind of fades us out and stuff it's, it's awesome it's incredible but dr christensen thanks so much for being here because when i asked you if you're going to be here you're like ah but I, i'm so glad you're here it's awesome and uh, you got a big brain i always like sitting at tables with big brains so close us out what you got anything final to say
3: thanks chief um i'm proud to be part of the team the uh Air Force Research Lab, you know, proud to support Space Force and, like I said, really lead the way for DOD. I, th- I think we can do a better way to do fitness. Thank you.
0: Yeah, no, thank you. I'll be out at wright Pad in a couple weeks. I'm, I'll come by and maybe high-five the team. Sounds great. Thanks. Thanks, sir.
2: Man, uh, I would just say a huge thanks to AFRL as a partner to, to Space Force in this. We would not be where we are today um, launching this to all of you absent their support so uh, a huge thanks to that team they've they've done tremendous work and just a foot stomp for the email that we just pushed out look for it um, make read sure it read it in read it. entirety <laughs> right. yes please and <laughs> and funny. if you're interested go to that website and sign up and again just a foot stomp even if you think maybe it won't apply to me and you're interested please go sign up tell us who you are where you are We want max participation. If you would like to participate, thank you so much for inviting me to the podcast. Yeah, I'm glad you
0: can't wait till the next one.
1: So uh, let me uh, agree uh, wholeheartedly with uh, Ms. Kelly about how great a partner AFRL is in this area and many others. And it's just an example of how the Air Force is a great partner in everything we do. And as excited, Chief, as you and I and everyone is for this, let me make sure everybody understands, again, this is absolutely voluntary. If you choose and you want to be part of it, wonderful. If you choose that you want to be part of the standard fitness testing approach, that's great, too. Just get out there, get in the gym, get out on the running trail, and build that resilience and and cognitive ability that
0: comes with physical activity. Thanks, Chief. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. Cue the music. Perigee. This is as close as we get.